The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and... Honestly, just as I had strongly and boldly predicted, Liverpool has won the FA Cup. Liverpool really trying to prove a point out there, and even though Manchester City still holds the advantage as far as the EPL title goes, Liverpool would really love nothing more than to win the treble. But, you know, honestly... If, as far as Liverpool goes, even if they don't win the EPL title, and if Manchester City wins it, and if Manchester City wants to uh, point and laugh at Liverpool about it, you know, Liverpool can actually... Liverpool's one with the laugh, to be honest, because Liverpool has won two bigger titles in the EPL. The FA Cup and the EFL Cup. And, you know, not to mention that Liverpool is in the Champions League final. So, and even if Liverpool loses the Champions, League, the Champions League final, Liverpool had the better season than Manchester City. They accomplished more, okay? While Manchester City, the way they were knocked out of the Champions League, I mean, come, yeah. Liverpool can actually bring that up. Because, you know, because we all know, I've already, seen it, I've already seen it on Facebook. I've seen it on Twitter. Those Manchester City fans are really, you know, saying, oh, well, good, you got, you got the FA Cup, but we're going to win the EPL title. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, those Manchester City fans, are really want, want, they really want to stick it to Liverpool. But those Liverpool supporters are just going to find a way to counter it. And, and to, to be honest, I mean, Liverpool's really the one that's, that's actually made the stronger impact. You know, again, you know, winning the EFL title, winning the FA Cup, you know. You know, and, you know, it, it's pretty freaking, uh, it's pretty freaking dominant if you ask me. I mean, you, you can't take anything away anything away from Liverpool, you know. Now Manchester City, in their case, you know, they they can talk about you know yeah we just they just got Erling Haaland and whatever's going on. But as far as Manchester City's concerned, uh, I I've spoken about this and I've said this with such conviction, and I know that my good friend Joe, who's a strong supporter of Manchester City, doesn't. It's not going to take kindly. Well, I, say, I really honestly believe he's not been taken kindly to me saying that Manchester City has already built far beyond a, a, a simple reputation of being a team with the money that can't win the big one. Because, as I've explained numerous times, that Chelsea, excuse me, that Manchester City has been chasing the Champions League title for well over half a decade and have not gotten it done when you know when the odds were all were overwhelmingly in their favor. 
let's be honest, by now, Manchester City should have at least three titles. And they don't have one. They were close in 2021, last season. They were close, but they didn't get it done. So, you know, we talked about Paris Saint-Germain being a team with the money that can't get it done. I mean, Manchester City's in the same boat, okay? <laughs> I mean, you know, as far as the project goes, I'm not sure exactly who it is that spent more. Whichever club has the most amount of money. I mean, you know, both both clubs are, you know, it's all oil money. It's oil businessmen. So, somewhat, it's the same advantage. But, but hey, Ma Ma Manchester City, really, at the end of the day, there's nothing for them to laugh at. They might win the they might win the Premier League title, but Liverpool has got the FA Cup title, the EFL Cup title, and they could have the Champions League title. You know, if they don't, they were in the final which, when Manchester City was eliminated in a very embarrassing fashion. So, I'm you know I'm getting that up because again, I kid you not, I was seeing you know on Twitter, I was seeing some Liverpool and Manchester City fans really get into it. So, so that's why I wanted to get that out of the way. I mean, it, it, it's just amazing that these fans were really run a mock on each other, you know, just because, you know, to, to protect, you know, their loyalty to this certain club, but let's be honest, I mean, Man Manchester City, they have no advantage when it comes to bragging rights, you know, as a matter of fact, th there's no bragging rights whatsoever, I mean, it's far beyond the fact that uh, when it comes to the Champions League between Liverpool and Manchester City, it's more than the fact that the score is, in fact, 6-0, to alright, so anyway, as far as Liverpool goes, uh, you know, this game, the FA Cup Final, I was not thrilled based on how this game was going. And what I mean by that is the scoring opportunities that were blown by both teams, that is just completely unacceptable. Completely unacceptable. I counted all the blown opportunities and I did lose count. But as far as Liverpool goes, I assure you it was more than at least six scoring opportunities that went to absolute waste. Absolute waste. Now Chelsea too, around a half a dozen as well, okay? But Chelsea as well, those missed opportunities as well. And I was talking about this with a Liverpool fan that I know, who's also a loyal listener of, of this show. He was worried that those missed opportunities, that they were going to haunt Liverpool, that it was going to cost Liverpool the game. I mean, ultimately it didn't because Liverpool managed to win it, but still, a judgment call from him was honestly realistic. But it was, it was not just the missed opportunities in Liverpool's case. The fact that Mohamed Salah suffered an injury early on in the game, I believe it was probably around the 33rd minute, I mean, I know there was definitely between the 30th and 35th minute, and I believe Diogo Jota had to be had to be uh, put into the game. But I know for a fact that you know losing Mohamed Salah is a bad thing for Liverpool. But Liverpool still managed to get into the game, and it's got to be pretty embarrassing or a little bit frustrating for Chelsea to the fact that Liverpool loses one of their top players, and I I, I don't know. I mean. In my case, I'll be honest, you know, as a fan that just loves the game, of course, me being a, the journalist, what really hurt me as far as Chelsea goes, you know, obviously, I can't cheer against the likes of Christian Pulisic and N'Golo Kante because there goes my French-American pride right there. But, but really, what really hurts is the missed opportunities. But, you know, at the same time, when it comes to the missed opportunities themselves, you know, one would say, well... It, the, the players, you know, have no, nobody to blame but themselves. 
Now, Gold.com, you know, I, I swear to God, Gold.com, when it comes to the opportunities missed, we're probably never, ever going to be on the same page because Gold.com claims that Liverpool had three big chances missed and Chelsea had one. Look, I saw more. I mean, I, I, like I said before, I honestly believe that the way Gold.com sees big ch the big chances, they see in a different way than I do. But believe me, I, I did lose count. But I counted at least eight times. Eight times that Liverpool blew a scoring opportunity. And for Chelsea, I lost count at around five. I mean, right now, overall, it's, it's, <laughs> it's just an embarrassment. You know, these strong teams missing the upper scoring opportunities in the FA Cup final. And we know how important the FA Cup is when it comes to English soccer. I mean, it's the oldest competition in soccer. Okay? But then again, it's the, the, being the FA Cup and Liverpool and Chelsea going at it. You know, the pressure on both teams. So I guess the best scoring opportunities is something that we can definitely predict because of the immense pressure. But at the same time, when it comes to Liverpool, we've seen Liverpool survive despite being under pressure. But, but I'll be honest, folks. I might not have said it on this show, but I did say it to myself. Like, just like last time in the EFL Cup Final, 90 minutes would not be enough to settle the score. 120 minutes would not even be enough. It would be settled the only way it can, and that would be a penalty shootout. You know, sometimes, you know, a lot of a lot of my English uh, loyal listeners, the ones who've reached out to me, they say that when uh, when it comes to the FA Cup, if it, when it comes to the FA Cup final, if it has to be decided in the penalty shootout, they kind of see it as a way, as the best way to do it, because if you want to, because the, in, in some people's heart, to decide who truly is the best team in England is to win the FA Cup. Some would say it's to win the, the, the Premier League. Now, don't get me wrong. The Premier League is important. So if Manchester City wants the Premier League title, I'm not taking that away from them. I'm just saying you're bra you just don't have any bragging rights. I mean, you can brag about that, but uh, hey, Liverpool's got two titles already. So, especially this year. They could have a third one, so... So at least you know. Yeah. So Liverpool is going to bring in some more silver. It's, it's going to be more silverware to their trophy case. So, but yeah, the EPL title is one thing within itself. But the FA Cup is is something I would honestly say is of greater value, greater importance, more traditional because the EPL has been around, I believe, since 1992. I'm not sure exactly what they went through uh, before that. Uh, I really got to catch up on that with my good friend and my mentor, Mr. Steve Adams. Who I uh, would love, would love to have uh, here to do a pre um, a preview of the Champions League final, but as far as the FA Cup, yeah, I mean, I can I can really believe it. How you know, uh, strong English soccer supporters really how they see the FA Cup as really part of a huge part of huge part of the pride of English soccer. So yeah, the FA the FA Cup is extremely important. I mean, some people don't take the FA Cup seriously, and and that's just like no, that that's unacceptable. The the FA Cup is of great importance so so but go back to that yeah i agree when it comes to it being decided in a penalty shootout i mean i i suppose so because the fa cup you know again a lot of people see it as the way to proving who truly is the best club in england so i mean yeah it's basically going to be a fight to the death basically but but still, you know, sometimes I, I, the way I see these scoring opportunities that should have been goals, you know, just being thrown to the tr into the trash and you know, flushed down the toilet. But then after that, you kind of think, well, you know, all the pressure and, you know, both teams just getting into each other's heads, you know, really just playing that, fighting tooth and nail. So, so from both perspectives, 
it does it does make sense, and you can basically kind of see that. Like you can kind of you get it. So, so, so that's the point right there. You know, to solidify and justify the fact that, that the FA Cup is just super well unique. I mean, I enjoy following the FA Cup. I enjoy following it. I enjoy watching it. I enjoy talking about it on this show. I enjoy writing about it in my articles. You know, and then again, you know, I'm I'm a I just love the game of soccer, right? <laughs> but uh, honestly, you know, seeing it in, the, in a penalty shootout, you know, I spoke about this with another loyal listener and a good friend, uh, the fiercely opinionated Mr. Josh McSwain. You know, when this game went into a penalty shootout, how he pointed out that Eduard Mendy was still in, and then I responded to, by saying to him, well, Thomas Tuchel is not going to make that same mistake twice. Although some people still say that Manuel Mendy not being at the goalkeeping position in the NFL Cup Final was not the problem. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But, you know, when it comes to a penalty shootout, you know, it's a penalty shootout. Luck can go from one side to the other. It can change just like that. I mean, the, the penalty shootout is a concept where it's, where, where, where how do you say, sudden death is just... A major understatement. I mean, a penalty shootout, the particular situation is challenging to describe. It really is. But again, when it comes to Chelsea and, and Liverpool, as strong as both clubs are, and of course the you know, the environment and the tradition of the FA Cup, the penalty shootout is the way to settle it. So, But uh, as far as the, the penalty shootout goes, you know, I was actually a little, uh, well, you know, watching the highlights, I actually could not watch, uh, I could not catch the game because I was taking care of a couple of uh, personal stuff, but I was following it on my phone, you know, and I do want to take a look at the lineups before I kind of uh, go through the uh, the penalty shootout, but, you know, looking at, you know, Rudiger in the, in the lineup, you know, we all know the story about Antonio Rudiger, you know, who... Uh, Who's set to join Real Madrid? You know, Christian Pulisic, you know, started, but he was substituted out of the game in the 105th minute. You know, Romelu Lukaku also started, but he was pulled out, and Lukaku, won, you know, had a chance, you know, to put Chelsea on the board. But, you know, you know again, you know, I, I'm not going to throw Lukaku under the bus. You know, Chelsea, those missed opportunities, and Chelsea, their loss, you know, it, it's, a, it's a team loss. I mean, everybody's got to take responsibility, including Thomas uh, Tuchel, so. You know, and uh, you know, much to my surprise, but then again, not too surprised. Angolo Conte didn't get the start, but you know, Angolo Conte has really not had the best season. I think you know, a few injuries and a little bit of a setback, you know, as far as play goes. And yeah, I think you know, Angolo Conte, you know, he, he might be you know getting to the point of his career. You know, I, I really thought that he wasn't that he was really still in the prime, but I think we're actually starting to see that's truly not the case. You know, he, he might be falling back because you know he's you know he's in his he's into his thirties now, so. It's a very difficult situation, but you know I'm I'm always gonna cheer for Angolo Conte. But you know, Loftus Cheek, who actually was came into the game, but then actually got pulled out in the 120th minute. So uh, it's not often you see a player be substituted in and, and then be, be pulled out. So so right now, some people honestly, I, I'm sure a lot of Chelsea fans will argue that you know if Pulisic and Lukaku had been in the penalty shootout, things probably would have been different. I'm not saying you're wrong. I mean, I have no doubt that Pulisic and Lukaku. I mean, there's obviously a 50-50% chance that both, you know, that that they would make their penalty. I mean, in a penalty, when it comes to a penalty kick, 
it's always a 50 50 uh, percent uh, situation so yeah so, so yeah I, I was actually a little bit like well as far as Christian Pulisic goes of course you know his history his medical history is always something you don't want to ignore so but I, I don't remember seeing anything, seeing any, hearing anything about him supposedly feeling something or him getting hurt. I, I guess just as a, I guess honestly in Thomas uh, Tuchel's case, I'm pretty sure I said Tuchel. But you know, again, I keep forgetting if it's Tuchel or Tuchel, so I deeply apologize for that. But, but when Tom, I'll just say Thomas. But when Thomas uh, pulled out Lukaku and Pulisic, whether you agree with it or not, the way to describe that particular move, these particular moves, is. It's a judgment call, and, and whether it's whether it was right or wrong, you know, Thomas made a judgment call, and, and sometimes these judgment call, as great of risks as they are, you have to be willing to take them. That's part of the job. That's part of the job of being a manager. You must be willing to take the risks. So, but yeah, but you know, and Mohamed Salah, you know, you know, him being pulled out of the game because you know, be, be the, uh, being an injury, you know, it was tough, you know, and. And of course, when people were joke, were making jokes out of it because you know, say that he doesn't want to play Real Madrid, he wants to get hurt so he can miss the game. Guys, seriously, that's just I, I get it. Yeah, sense of humor, but come on, let's let's not take things that far. There's no need to. But you know, seeing that the starting lineup, you know, Virgil Van Dyke, you know, seeing the game was was uh, substituted after the regulation. Uh, Sadio Mane played the entire game. It was good to see Firmino come in and. You know, Diogo Jota again, you know, who took over for uh, Mohamed Salah, and yeah, Liverpool was just you know finding you know to stay in, you know, as, as was Chelsea. They were you could just tell that both teams were noticeably getting extremely frustrated because you know those chances that were missed, you know, really it affects the mentality and the of the game, you know, for either side it's going to affect them. But but seeing you know both teams utilizing. Different formations: uh, Liverpool four by three by three, and then Chelsea three by four by two by one. You know, four mi a four midfield set. Pretty unique. And you have Lukaku as the sole striker. Then you got Mason Mount and Christian Pulisic behind him. So, yeah. So, so the way the game went was organized. Yeah, again, you know, it's it's to, it's it's to basically deny each other the opportunities. I mean, of course, Liverpool and Chelsea when they face off against each other. You know, one is obviously not willing to give uh, their opponent, you know, uh, an opportunity of a lifetime. You know, you know, if anything, they would say to each other, "You're gonna have to kill me to beat me." So, again, you know, the FA Cup, you know, Liverpool and Chelsea, and you know, Chelsea were runs up last year, I believe, when they lost to Leicester City. I mean, Chelsea has, has really kind of made a an impact somewhat in the FA Cup the last few years. They did win it back in 2018, so. Yeah, so, so Chelsea not winning, I mean, but still, they're making somewhat of a respectable impact. I mean, hey, they've made it farther than, than several other teams, so Chelsea does have a little bit of bragging rights about that. So, so really, for, for Chelsea, I get it how frustrating it is. You know, it's been kind of, you know, bad for them, you know, you know being eliminated from the Champions League the way they were, and then, you know, losing the, the F, EFL Cup final to Liverpool, and this time they lose the FA Cup final to Liverpool. So, I mean, I, I understand how frustrating it is, but... All I can tell Chelsea is, well, look, go to the drawing board, you know, pre just prepare for the next season and, you know, move on from it. You just move on. That's all, that's all that can be done. So now, uh, taking a look at some of the... Uh, I want to take a look at the penalty shootout before I take a look at the, the final stats. 
Well, a couple things that really surprised me. Uh, well, again, these are 50-50 things when it comes to the penalties. You know, Aspili Cueta, who actually was substituted in the game, you know, missed his penalty. You know, Chelsea took the first one. Marcos Alonso converted, and then Jay Milner for Liverpool converted his, and then Aspili Cueta missed his, and that gives Liverpool the advantage. And Thiago Alcantara, you know, makes you know makes his. So then Liverpool's got the advantage, but then. Reese James makes his, Roberto Firmino makes his, Ross Barkley makes his, Trent Alexander-Arnold, and Jorginho, well, you know, for, for Jorginho, uh, I certainly would have said, well, you know, the, the, how a, pe a penalty miss, you know, for international duty is really what's haunting him, but he made his. I was actually pretty shocked to see Sadio Mane had, has his penalty saved, so... Man, you know, Sadio Mane, his penalty being saved by his Senegalese compatriot. <laughs> I mean, look at that, yeah. Edouard Mendy saving a penalty from Sadio Mane. <laughs> I mean, Edouard Mendy, like I said, he's the best goalkeeper in the world for a reason, right? But, you know, even he's not perfect. But, you know, Hakim Ziyech would make his. And then Diogo Jota converts his. But, you know... With Sadio Mane, you know, miss, missing his, it's uh, that kind of gives Chelsea an advantage again. But had Diogo Jota not made his, you know, the advantage would have immediately shifted back to Chelsea. I'm not sure if that would have ended it or if that would have. Well, I'm sure. If, I'm sure if uh, Jota had missed his or it had, if it had been saved, if Mason Mount had converted, that certainly would have given Chelsea the win. But but Mason Mount missed his, and it was all it was all finally decided by one particular player and. Whew, man. I'll be honest, you know, pronouncing this player's name, you know, I talk about the challenges of, pronounce, of, of, of name pronunciations, but, oh, uh, this guy, man. If I can actually uh, pull it up, I don't see his, see it. Well, oh, yeah, I was looking, I was, I was actually looking at the wrong side, silly me. Number 21. Well, he actually came in in the hundred limited. Constantinos Tesamikas, Greek Greek player, a youngster. I believe he's about twenty. He's about he's twenty five years old. His birthday was actually just a few days ago. Yeah, represents Greece. So you know, so for him in his case, for him to score the game winning penalty in the shootout, I mean, that's really got to be a career defining moment for that dude. But you know. But it, I am a little bit bummed out that Christian Pulisic didn't didn't partake in the penalty shootout. Um, some probably some would say to me, well, if he had missed his, you know, that would have spared me a bit of the heartbreak. But look, as true as that is, you know, that really does not make me feel any better. But yeah, but you know, again, when it comes to a penalty shootout, it's it's fifty fifty. I'm sure you know. No, and Timo Werner never came in the game, so that's actually something I'm, I'm really wondering why. But you know, again, Chelsea is is a loaded team, much like Liverpool. So it's those managers, uh, Thomas uh, Tuchel and Jurgen Klopp. I mean, <laughs> they they got pretty difficult. They're pretty difficult positions, you know, when it comes to naming the players on who will take the penalties, and you know, of, of course, like that. So again, these are all just judgment calls, and judgment calls are part of the job, and it, it's a risk that you must be willing to take, and. Unfortunately, it didn't, it didn't turn out so good for Chelsea, and you know, and, and, and the luck apparently went to Liverpool. So, so you know, nothing nothing else can be said. And 
It's uh, I I do you know, it is difficult for Edouard Mendy because Edouard Mendy did do his best, but you know he did his job to the best of his ability, and you know the other players who take the penalties have to do their their job to the best of their ability, and and I'm not saying that Chelsea did not do their best. It's just you know Chelsea unfortunately just didn't get the job done, and it happened. So so as a result, Liverpool wins the FA Cup. That's that's two titles they they won you know at the expense of Chelsea. So I'm sure the rivalry between Liverpool and Chelsea. As heated as it is, well, I'm sure the rivalry is now uh, certainly gone to a higher level. So I can't wait to see what the future has in store as far as Liverpool versus Chelsea goes. So, well, as far as Liverpool goes, uh, moving forward uh, about them, and uh, I want before I take a look at the final stats. Well, Liverpool uh, has two Premier League games left to play. They'll play Southampton at home. Excuse me, Southampton on the road before taking on Wolverhampton at home before uh, going to Paris, France to uh, take on Real Madrid in the Champions League final, so... So, so as far as Liverpool goes, uh, they're, they're really going to have to find a way to, to win you know, their final two Premier League games, but the problem is with, with Manchester City having a... I believe Manchester City is now uh, is uh, three points ahead. You know, If Manchester City win their games, then it's, it's over, and... I don't think Manchester City plans on relinquishing such an opportunity, right? So, if I can actually, if the computer would be nice enough to load it up, because so, I want to take a look at Manchester City's final final games. Yeah, against West Ham United on the road, and Aston Villa at home. Yeah, I, I think it's honestly over. If, if West Ham United somehow... If, Pulls off a, a, a miracle to grant Liverpool the favor of a lifetime. When if Aston Villa, either West Ham or Aston Villa, or if both teams managed to, to give Liverpool the favor of a lifetime, that's still going to be something huge. But let's be honest, it's not going to happen. Manchester City, you know, you know the fact that you know they knocked out of the Champions League, didn't get the FA Cup, didn't get the FL Cup. You know, they don't want. I mean, they're already kind of regarded as a team that can't win the big one. And this season, they don't want to go down as the team that had all, had that all the all the, the money and everything, and, and couldn't even win one single title. I mean, that would be bad for Manchester City. So Manchester City is not willing to take things, you know, that far. They're not willing to make fools of, fools of themselves. You know, they're not w willing to make fools of themselves at at such a high level. So, so now I want to take a look at the final stats from uh, that game. You know, I'm, I'm looking at a headline. So Jurgen Klopp said that Mane's penalty miss was 50% my fault. So Jurgen Klopp is taking a little bit of responsibility. Well, I'm actually curious to know what that's all about. So it says here, so according to this Gold.com, according to Daniel Edwards of Gold.com, and I quote, Jurgen Klopp revealed that Liverpool's FA Cup final victory over Chelsea was aided by a team of neuroscientists while taking partial responsibility for Sadio Mane's failure to score from the spot. Of course, uh, Mane was the only Liverpool player that who missed his kick. And he even insists that the precision from the spot is no accident. Hmm... Well, I'm not going to go through this whole entire article. Uh, I honestly, part of me would say, I, I think it's, it's just that when Sadio Mane missed his, Jurgen Klopp might have felt a little bit of guilt because maybe he thought that he put 
too much pressure on his star player, but sometimes, you know, these star players must be willing to accept these tough challenges no matter what the, uh, no matter what the circumstances. Or maybe uh, Jurgen Klopp was just, probably got scared that once, you know, Sadio Mane missed his penalty that maybe he was all over for Liverpool. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, again, the, the penalty shootout really does take a toll psychologically, especially when a player on your side you know, misses a penalty, so yeah, so whatever it was, but you know what, you know, Liverpool won the title, so, so Sadio Mane doesn't have to worry about that, but but I think I would be, it's probably worrisome because they still have to deal with Real Madrid in the Champions League final, so I, I mean, I'm, 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 not, I'm not sure, so so looking at the stats, well, man, th 13 interceptions by Chelsea's defense and 19 clearances, I mean, great solid, solid play by Chelsea's defense, but also by Liverpool's defense, but you know Liverpool's only had 13 interceptions with 14 clearances, but Chelsea had three blocks and Liverpool none. And Edouard Mendy and Allison both had two saves each. Yes, yeah, so you can see how the defense was just you know superior. You know the duels, everything. I mean, both teams just feel fighting so hard to the fullest. I mean, again, when Chelsea and Liverpool play, I mean, you you, you expect both clubs to fight tooth and nail. You know that that's that's part of the deal. So. Liverpool had three blocked shots, and again, three the three chances based according to goal and one for Chelsea. But you know, for as far as chance, big chances missed, uh, well, I don't really see as big chances. I just see as going going up goal scoring opportunities missed. I see that as just as one. And and Liverpool had about it had at least eight, while you know for Chelsea it was definitely at least five. So either way, it it, it was bad for both teams to. Uh, Put such a unique and golden scoring opportunities to waste, but you know, you know, getting in the chemistry and the mental well-being, and when both teams are under that pressure, when both teams are deliberately getting into each other's head, I mean, that's how we expect it. So, congratulations to Liverpool, and uh, unfortunately, tough luck for Chelsea. But you know, Chelsea's went to two finals, so you know they can at least say you know we went to at least we were at least we at least we were able to play in the game for the title because you know. A lot of other teams didn't, so so Chelsea really as frustrating frustrating as it is, all they can do is just move on and then just prepare for the for the coming season and and, and finish out the EPL even even though they're out of contention in the EPL title, finish it as best you can, and make the most of it. And same thing with Liverpool in the, in the EPL play, even if they, and like that and and Liverpool's got to get ready for for the Champions League final to take on Real Madrid, so. So Liverpool's still got a lot to lot to work on, and uh, Manchester City just wants to w finish out so they can at least you know rack up at least one title. So still a little bit of action to look forward to. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very very much for joining me this evening. I will see y'all next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.